favorite movies is called Any Given Sunday. Some of you probably haven't saw that movie. Some of you have. There is a line in there that uh, America could hear, the church could hear, and that line is, we can heal together as a team or die as individuals. That's one of my favorite lines of all times. We can heal together as a team or we can die as individuals. In other words, we can heal together as a country or we can divide ourselves and die in divisions. And we know all the crazy stuff that's going on. All right? Now we'll go to the church. The same way with the church. We can heal together or die as different denominations. Mm. It's about time for us to quit separating ourselves from anything. Let's just be Christians. Let's be Christians and brothers and sisters in Christ. Because, see, see, once you understand the God's concept of this whole thing is that I need Sister Kim. You know, I need Sister Kim because Sister Kim sings some songs that encourage me. And I have the gift of a pastor and teacher. That's scripture, right? But I need an encourager. That's right. Are you with me? See, 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 I am crippled, crippled when you don't take your gift and share it with me. Your gift that God has given you is to motivate me. And my gift that God has given me is to do the same for you. See, see, we need each other. That's why it's called the body of Christ. Without each other, we, we're handicapped. Do y'all understand me? We did, and see, and we're not talking about singing on Sundays or just preaching and teaching. Every day, every day, Christians all, we need one another every day of our lives. Right. Families need to understand that. Families that are falling apart need to understand that you can, yes, you can, you can, you can heal as a family or die as individuals. Do you understand what I'm saying? And see, but when you come to the point that you understand what God meant when he said the body of Christ, then a body's got a whole lot of members. And those members are given to individuals to help other individuals. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so God has given, he's given me a gift, but I'm just a part of the body. And without the other part of the body, I don't function like I should function because I need you. Do you understand? And, 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 and God has told us, that's when he told us, let your light shine that other men might see. You see, when you take Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, immediately then you have a gift that you're to use in the body of Christ. I'm not talking Sunday morning service. I'm talking about every day. Do you understand? I'm quite sure that there are some people in this church that pray for their spiritual leader every day. That's right. That's right. And, and he needs that, right? But some people say, well, pastor can pray for himself. No, you don't know. Sometimes pastor ain't in the mood to pray for himself. Well. Do you understand? And sometimes my attitude, God may not be hearing me. Well. So I need, yes, we need one another. That's right. And we need to start looking at each other. 
differently, looking at each other as we are part of a body. As we saw, as, as we christened the little baby, as we saw a little bit, there was some support, a family there. And somebody once said years ago, it's an African a proverb that says, it takes a village to raise a child. That's right. It takes many parts of the body of Christ for it to function like Christ would have it to function. And so the scripture lets us know. And see, some of you, listen to me, some of you have went through some real tough things in your life. You understand? But, but that tough thing that you went through in your life, God will use that and take, use that as a gift to be able to help somebody to survive what they're dealing with. You see? You here belong to the body of Christ this morning, in case you didn't know it. And we need you. We need everybody that's in the body of Christ to function. I remember one time that I was helping moving the refrigerator, as we called it back in the day, and the guy at the bottom dropped it. And I was going to try to catch it. And I got caught, my thumb got caught between the refrigerator and the wall. And I'm right-handed. And it was my right thumb. All right? I didn't know how hard it was to brush my teeth with my left hand. Well, Say, so get real, Pastor. Get real, I didn't know how, how difficult it was to go to the bathroom and have to use that left hand. Well, Come on here. That's right. Because I'm used to doing everything with the right hand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Just this one part of my body changed my whole way of living until they got that thing fixed. Do you understand it? It's the same way in the church. It's the same way in the community. It's the same way in America. That's right. That's right. Sometimes you may think that you're the little part, but yes, the little part helps the big part to function like it should function. That's right. Many of you drove here, right? Throw your keys away and try to go home well. and get in your car. You understand? And so we want to talk about, I want you to walk out of here this morning, walking out of here this morning, knowing how important you are to God and to me and to the people around you. Here we go. The Bible tells us in James chapter 1, verse 17, that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness Neither shadow of turning. Every good and perfect gift comes from where? Above. So do you have a gift? Say yes. Yes. You may not have recognized it, but you got one. You, when you got baptized with the Holy Spirit, you got one, right? That's right. And guess what that gift is? Pretty good? Average? The Bible says it's what? Perfect. It's perfect because it comes from a perfect God. That's right. So you have a perfect gift. I'm talking to everybody in here. You have a perfect gift, and it comes from God. So every good and perfect gift comes from God. But the problem of it, if we don't understand, is your gift is to for me. Because, see, I can't fully function without your gift. That's right. I need you to encourage me. You see, when they do praise and worship, you know, that's what they're doing. It's really a form of, of, of encouraging us to praise and worship God. Do you understand it? If I would get up here and do it, you'd have a hard time praising and worshiping God. If I was to sing. Because that's not my gift. And I don't have that anointing. And so it would sound kind of like a joyful noise. And that's okay with God, but y'all wouldn't want to hear that. Well... Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. 
Do you understand? And, and when we have our children, listen to me. When we have our children, we have these little children to come up and, and we, we do that. I love that when we do that. When we look at that child, when you look at your children, that's a perfect gift that God has given you. That is a gift and we should, yes, and we are here to help that gift to perfect itself to excellence. That's what we're here for. Do you understand? Brother Kyle has a, a way of being able to stay with me and to, and to read and he loves doing it. That's a gift. And it works. Brother DJ has a wet voice and he, he makes you feel good and he draws attention to him. That's a gift. That's right. You see? And, and I like these, and, and, and Sister Kim and her singing and the praise people and Isaac and all those people. I like that because it makes me whole. That's right. You see, I love it when I say, people come to church and say, man, they could really sing or so-and-so could sing and the ushers were good and, and the security was there and everybody was good. And I say, yeah, and I'm the pastor. That's right. Because their gift is a part of me. That's right. All right. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2 from the Life Recovery Bible. And, and, and I'm doing this in three different ways because I want you to walk out of here. No, I keep telling y'all, when you know who you are in Christ, you can't be bullied. That's right. That's right. Nobody can talk you. to. If you know who you are in Christ, you don't care what other people think about you. So we're going to talk about, because listen to me, every individual in the sound of my voice, you have a gift from God and it's perfect. You need to walk in and work, work tomorrow, and they be, be smiling and just say, man, I got a gift. It's perfect. That's right. And some of you probably don't know what it is yet. I haven't found it yet, but I know it's there somewhere. And when I do find it, I'm going to find it, and it's going to be perfect. How do you know it's going to be perfect? Because every gift that God gives us is perfect. That's right. All right, here we go. Verse 2 from the Life Recovery Bible says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. So we're not trying to custom the behavior and the customs of this world. We see what's going on around this world. My goodness. Okay. It says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. We need to change the way. Once we, God changes us into a new person and we change the way we think, do you know what makes me feel good about other people? Say what? I feel good about me. Amen. And a person that feels good about themselves will feel good about other people. That's right. That's right. You see? And there's a time when I didn't feel that good about me. I thought I was too short. I wasn't big enough. I wasn't, you know, tall enough. Too dark complex. All of those things that, you know, that goes on in your head. Come on here. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. That brings on insecurities until I found out that God put a gift in me. My mother called it the gift of gab. I call it preaching. It sounds better. But anyway, you, you see, when Mama told me, Chet, my middle name, Chet has the gift of gab. And people like listening to me, even as a little boy. They like, I didn't know what it was, but they would listen to me, captain of the ball teams and all of that stuff and getting people motivated. Let's go. We got to get this done. Talking trash a little bit in the way. But that was a gift from God, right? That's right. That's right. You see, and it made me feel good about me. And when I started feeling good about me, I started feeling good about other people. And then you look at other people different because you don't care what they look like, what color they are, what size they are, because you know down deep inside them, there is a perfect gift. And then once you get tuned into that, you get excited about it because you want to be able to see their gift and talk about their gift because you know it makes you better. That's right. All right. Bible goes on to say that then you will learn to know God's will for you. And then you'll know, once you find your, that perfect gift, then you'll know God's will for you. 
which is good and pleasing and perfect. And it's good and it's pleasing and perfect. Guess what? Take a deep breath. As I told you a while ago, God is pleased right now. Ask me why. Because I'm using this gift that he instilled in me. And it makes him smile. You want to make God smile? Use your gift. All right? Now the voice says, do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. See, I'm not going to, mount, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not going to allow the world to mold me into its own image. No, 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 no. There's, now I can say amen. amen. I don't listen to negative things that are said about African-American men. That's right. Come on, y'all can say that, right. right? And my Caucasian brothers and sisters, don't listen to what they say about you. You see? I don't care if you voted for Trump. You had a right to vote for Trump. You don't listen to what somebody says. But it's your right. That's right. You see? You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to listen to me. I'm not going to allow anybody else to mold me. Now, some of you probably don't mind that. You're dumb. I'm not going to let anybody mold me. You're crazy. I'm not going to anybody mold me. Amen. You're not this. You're not. No, 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 no. You can't mold me. You can't mold me. And I'm not going to form to the culture. You see? I, I am proud to be an African American. Do you understand? I'm proud to be an African American. Far, husband. Father, grandfather, pastor, I'm proud of those things. Those are gifts that God gave me, and they're perfect. That's right. You see, back in the day, I'd tell you, if y'all want to see perfection, look at me. But I'm trying to, trying to humble myself down. All right. The truth anyhow, Pastor. That's why I'm, I knew somebody would know the truth up in here. God said, one somebody know what's going on up in That's here. Right. That's All right. right, here we go. Yes, laugh. Have a good time. You ought to feel good about yourself this Amen. morning. You're created in the image of God, right? All right. Some of you, we, you know why our children have such a hard time is because of the lack of parental spiritual guidance. Because if you teach your children what they are spiritually and who they are in Christ and who they are in God and who God created them and how God has blessed them, there wouldn't be all this insecurities going on. That's right. Yes. All right. Scripture says, instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. See, I had to be transformed from the inside out. It's what you think about inside you is going to determine what you act like on the outside. That's right. Does that make sense? All right. And as a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. And we're only looking for what pleases God. Not our culture because it changes. Right. Y'all know what culture is, it changes, right? You know, there's a thing that comes on CNN. They, they go, they have the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and everything changed in those decades, right? Like you had Generational X, and, and I don't know what you call yourself now, the, what is these, millennials, or whatever they call themselves. There's always, instead of people, they're millennials, whatever, I don't even know what that means. But whatever that is, you know, all I just see some bright young people that have an opportunity to be successful, and in their success, they can glorify God. And God has instilled in them some gifts, and they need to take those gifts and use those gifts to make him smile. That's right. That's right. You see? I'm not trying to please mama. I ain't trying to please daddy. I ain't trying to please my culture. I'm trying to please God. And if you're pleasing God, 
you'll be successful. That's right. All right? Many people are successful in our eyes, but they're not happy about what they're doing is because they don't have that spiritual cheerleader. God is my spiritual cheerleader. Do you understand it? I like when you all say amen. I, I need that. I need that encouragement. But I have a spiritual cheerleader. And when, and when I'm doing what God would have me to do with the gifts that he's given me, the Bible says it pleases him. And I like to think that he smiles on me. All right? He'll do the same for you. Okay? The message says, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Don't, 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 don't get caught up into that culture thing. That you fit into it without what? Thinking. Y'all love me? Amen. Who in the world told somebody to wear their pants halfway down behind their behind? Well. That's the craziest thing I ever heard of. You see, and everybody said, well, it's a new day. It's their culture. No, my culture ain't going to tell me how high or how long I'm supposed to wear my pants. That's crazy. That's right. Because my mom and daddy did. But, you know, it's a different world now. So here's the thing of it. Don't let your culture tell you because your culture can hinder you. Yes, it can hinder you because it is stereotypes itself. Uh, some of you, that went right over your head. You didn't understand that. Okay. The Bible says, instead, fix your attention on God. I'm fixing my attention on who? God. Who are you fixing your attention on? Well. All right. Then you will be changed from the inside out. Then you'll be changed from the inside out. See, I love that when it says don't fix your attention on God. And some of you have probably done it. Maybe some of us have done it. Have you ever went someplace and you fixed yourself up so you get tension? Mm. You ever do that? Well. And didn't get it? Well. My mother used to tell us, you think you're looking cute and you're looking curious. Well. My mother's kind of like me. She could say things, right? You ever did Yeah, trying to get tension? Because you're addressing like what your culture is and that ain't fitting everybody. But the person that walks in upright, she walks with confidence. She's only trying to please God. She ain't a man pleaser. She's a God pleaser. We need to quit being man pleaser, culture pleasers, and be God pleasers. All right? Scripture goes on to say, readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. I only want to respond to what God wants for me. And once I recognize, Sister Donnie's what, what God wants for me, I quickly respond to it. I'm quick to adjust. You see? Respond to it. You want a happy life? Start going, looking up this way for tension instead of this way for tension. Well. All right? Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. And it has to. The culture will always bring you down to its immaturity. But not us. Because we don't go down. We don't care about what the culture's doing, do we? That's, That's right. anybody's culture. We don't care about that, right? That's right. We God pleases. Isn't that right? That's right. And so we're kind of peculiar, right? But the Bible says we'd be a people because, can't even get it out, because people ain't going to understand us. They don't know how we walk with our heads up. They don't know how we, we, we're pleased with who we are. They, they, they don't understand why we ain't all medicated up. Well. You see? They don't understand that we're not moved by what other people say and think about us. Because we're not man-pleasers, right? We're God-pleasers. That's right. That's right. Right? I hope I get this in your head. 
The Bible said God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. God brings the best out of you. And God brings it and brings it into a maturity. I want God to bring the best out of me. Because, see, I want to give my gift to you, but I'm kind of, and I want you to give yours back. Do you know what makes me feel good sometimes? When somebody calls me up and say, Pastor, I got your message on Sunday, and I put it in my life, and I feel so much better about myself today. You've changed. You see, that's encouraging. You understand what I'm saying? Look at somebody and say, I really feel good about myself. I really feel good about myself. And then look at him and say, and it makes me feel good about you. It makes me feel good about you. That's how you do it. All right. The Bible says you laughing at me. Didn't the Bible say love your neighbor as who? Yourself. All right. Let me know what scripture I'm on. Verse 3. All right. Thank you. It says that because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. <laughs> yeah, don't step into something you can't handle. You see? You understand it? Don't think you're better than who you are. All right? Don't get ahead of God. If God's got you taking baby steps, keep taking baby steps until he tells you to take bigger steps. Because he's probably telling you to take baby steps because you got a baby step mind right at the moment. You see? I started out like this here, and then steps, and now he's letting me take giant steps. But see, there was a time when I should have been taking baby steps. I took a giant step, and it caused me big-time problems. That's right. All right? It says, be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. See, you got to look in the mirror and see what God sees. You see? There's some people in here. Do you all know something? I'm going to tell you a secret. Can you handle it? There's some people in here that's got more faith than your pastor. That's right. That's right. Yeah. There's some people in here that's got more faith than the pastor. And there's some people in church that's got a whole lot more faith than a lot of other pastors. That's right. Because the pastor may have the gift of what? Teaching pastor. But there are people in the church who have the gift of faith. That's right. But see, I don't need that gift of faith. Ask me why. Because somebody in here has it. And they're praying for me. That's right. See, see, I'm riding off somebody else's faith sometimes. See, I'm riding off somebody else's prayer sometimes. And that's okay with me. I, uh, uh, Sister Evelyn, I, I was in the gym. See, I love going to the gym see one of my members. And I pointed at her and I said, I'm watching you. And she pointed back at me and said, I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we, we working out. Remember, we still working out. And, but now we're going four days a week, always working out. And I'm going to the gym and seeing church members, and they're seeing they pastor. Because we're trying to get better. That's right. You see, she's listening. And then the next time I went, I saw her husband by himself in there. And I'm smiling. Guess what? That's my gift to them, motivating them to go to the gym. Their gift to me is the amen in me when I'm here. That's right. That's encouraging. Right. Are y'all getting this? That's right. All right. The Bible tells us that just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body. See, we are many parts of one body. Do you all know that? We are many parts of one body. That's great. I belong to the body of Christ. 
with other people in this church who would accept that. that that's just incredible. I don't know if I'm the thumb or the finger or the foot, the hand, the eyes, the ears. I know I'm the mouth. Don't y'all get in trouble now. Don't get in trouble up here now. <laughs> watch yourself. If my mother say, she say, watch your mouth. I want to say, watch you what you're thinking now. All right, here we go. But Pastor, here's the important part. All right. We all belong to each other. We all belong to each other. Why can't we get this? We all belong to each other. I'm talking the church now, not just this church. I'm talking the body of Christ. Don't we understand we all belong to each other? You see? Once we get that and it spreads to America, then we can heal together as a people. That's right. That's right. But if we don't get this, we're going to die as individuals. If Christ Temple North doesn't understand that that Baptist church belongs to, we belong to it. We belong to that Methodist church. We belong to that Pentecostal church. We all in the same thing. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? All right. And verse 6 says that in his grace... God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. He's given us certain gifts. You see, and, and, and I'm, I got something that's not down here. He's given some people the gift of knowledge. You know what that is? Knowledge comes from books and personalities. That's right. Then there's some people who can write a book, but they can't take it and teach it. So there, he's given some people the gift of the word of knowledge. They speak it. He's given some people the gift of wisdom. He's given people the, some people the gift of discerning of the spirit. Some the gift of interpreting tongues, some the gift of speaking in tongues, some the gift of working miracles. This is all in the scriptures. You can find them yourself. Some the gift of faith, some the gift of healing. All for us to enjoy each other. That's right. Do you see? All right. And just so we understand, I'm going to read verse 6 from the message. And it says, so since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts of Christ's body, let's just go ahead and be that we were made to be. Why don't we just be what we're made to be and get along with each other? Why don't we just be what we're made to be and let's heal together? Doesn't that sound good? That's not only in these churches, that's in these families. And that's in these relationships. You see, Sister Gwen it was my, I call her my physical salvation. Most people don't get what I mean by that. Sister Gwen is the one that led me to Christ. Because right. I was headed in another direction. Do you understand what I'm talking about? She was a gift to me to follow her. And in doing that, it led me to Christ. And listen to me, her being a gift to me and leading me to Christ, I turned out being a gift to you. That's right. Amen. Does that make sense? That's right. that makes sense? All right. Here we go. So again, let's go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously and pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. I am not going to try to sing like Isaac and Kim and some of you others in here. They're not going to try to talk like me. That's right. I'm not going to try to be security. They're here to keep me secure. I'm not trying to be anything but me. I got to be me. 
I just probably tell me to keep my day job, huh? I was getting ready to bust on out in some frame. But anyway, I got to be me. That's right. And when I'm me, I'm good for you. Because I'm using my gift that you don't have that makes you whole. Because when we come together with our gifts, we become a body, a whole body. And when you don't use your gift to share with other people, then you're cheating God, yourself, and you're cheating them. Does that make sense? That's right. Pastor, that's what verse 6 from The Voice is saying, that since our gifts vary depending on the grace poured out on each of us, it is important that we exercise the gifts we have been given. Here's the question this morning. Are you exercising the gift that God gave you? On your job, in your home, at the store, driving. Are you using your gift? Are you using your gift? Somebody needs to be encouraged. Where you encourage is at. Somebody needs to be prayed for. Where are you people with faith at? Somebody needs a miracle. Where you at? Somebody needs knowledge. Where you at? You're quiet because you're listening? That's right. Okay. And that's what verse 7 tells us. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. And this prophesying is talking about preaching and teaching, all right? If your gift is serving others, serve them well. See, some people are good at just serving other people. If you, King James says it's helpers. Some folks are just good helpers. You see, they're the ones that clean bathrooms and vacuum and cut the grass and, 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 and they just do stuff. They're the ones that come and say, Pastor, is there anything I can do? Because that's my gift. You see, and sometimes, see, churches hurt themselves by not allowing other people to do it. You all know that we don't, they call us all the time and want, someone wants to come in and clean the building. You know, Brother Gogo has been vacuuming this sanctuary and the other one too, I think, for over 15 years, something like that. 14 years. Right there, that's over, 14 years. He comes in here. You see? I mean, he doesn't tell, you know, he's a deacon, but he don't tell everybody I'm a deacon. He comes in here like the janitor. Because it's a gift That's right. to be a helper. Yeah. It's a gift. And some of you are sitting on it. That's why you're not getting blessed. See, there's two things you need to ask God. God, what must I do to be saved? Then you get saved. Now, God, what must I do to help the body of Christ? That's right. Okay, I'm about done. Good. Goes on to say that if you're a teacher, teach well. You see, if you're a teacher, you can teach well. And sometimes you can teach in silence. That's right. Okay. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. Be an encourager. This is the Bible saying people need to be, need encouragement. See, some of you always think, Johnny, brother, pastor, brother Johnny, pastor Johnny. But he's always, he doesn't need any encouragement, really. He may need more of that than anybody in here. That's right. Because right. he doesn't have that. That's not for him. That's, right. That's for you to give to him. You see? If it is giving, give generously. And some folks, you got it. It can be time. It can be money. It's not always money. It can be time. That's right. Give. Some people just need an ear. Yeah. Yeah. All right? 
If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if God has given some people leadership ability, you know who you are in here. Take it seriously. You see, see, we got, we got a great church here. And a lot of people working here. And there are a lot of people in positions here. And I thank God that they take it seriously. You know, there are people that wonder why we have security the way we have security. Well, we have security because we want you secure. That's right. Things happen. And those guys take it what? Seriously. Seriously. And you ought to thank them. All right. If you have a gift for showing kindness to others. And some people just need a hug. Says do it gladly. Some people just need, how you doing? How you feel? You doing okay? Yes, yeah, some people just need a hug. Do you understand what I'm saying? Michelle, you all don't know what Michelle says back there. I used to go to the chiropractor at her office. She was over that part, and I'd get a kick out of how happy she was. She was happy to see me sometimes than I was to waking up. Well. Just to her smile. You know, you're going in there and you see somebody. How you doing? Hi, pastor. This is my pastor. She would just get excited to tell people. If anybody in there didn't know her pastor, before they left, they knew her who her pastor was. That's a good thing. And a bad thing, the bad thing, good thing is it made me feel good. The bad thing is I had to act right all, no matter where I'm at because it made me feel no way up. I don't know them, but they know me. You can't, that, there's Michelle's, that's her pastor. That's right. You understand? Makes you feel good. Makes you feel good. All right? The Bible says, don't just pretend to love others. No. Really love them. That's right. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Don't pretend to love people. Love them. Care then, about them. It says to love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. We can live like this message you got and heal together, or we can walk away from this and die as individuals. This is the choice we have this morning. You see, I will say this. I don't like being political. We're giving statutes more attention than we're giving folks. We need to be feeding some folks. Uh, come on here. We need to be helping some people. Somebody needs a hug. Somebody needs somebody to just take them to dinner, to lunch. Do you know that, what I'm talking about? I need for you to love me. I need for you to care about me. I need for you to motivate me. I need for you to encourage me. Will you do that for me? Well, then I'll keep doing for you what I'm doing. Amen. All right, all right. Give God a hand clap. Give God a hand clap. I'm going to want you to stand with me in prayer. You can just play anything. I'm serious about this. I'm very serious about this. Our Heavenly Father, we come first of all, we must repent as a people. You have put us in a wonderful place 
And because of prejudice, arrogance, greed, we've messed it up. We have turned our backs on some of the very people that we should have opened up our arms to. We, have, we didn't reach out and grab a hand of someone who you put in our lives because maybe they were the wrong color, the wrong kind, wrong religion, something. And we're sorry about that. And I'm asking you for, for, for me to touch everybody in the sound of my voice and in mostly all the members of Christ Temple North that we let our light shine in darkness and we know darkness is hate. And we're not about hate over here. We are tired of all of the killing, the murder, and the, 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 the abuse, and the harassment, and the bullying, and all the things that's going on in this country around us. But we want to start here at Christ Temple North. We asked you to baptize us with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit, you shower us with love that we become a church over here that's a loving church, a church that's willing to reach out, a church that's willing to, 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 to reach out to that person nobody else will reach out to, a church that's willing to hug that person that nobody wants to hug, a church that's colorblind, a church that's, that that's, doesn't care about where you came from, a church that only matters of where you're going to go to. Let us be instruments of peace, instruments of joy, instruments of, of love in this church right here, Christ Temple North. Let us not look at the TV and, and allow the, the newscasters, allow uh, uh, all of these people that are talking crazy to conform our way into thinking that they way in thinking. We ain't political people. We are God people. We are people about the truth. And that's what we're going to stand on. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You see, that's what we want to be about over here in Christ Temple North. We want to be about, we want to love like Christ loved. We want to, we want to live like Christ lived. We want to let our light shine like Christ let his life shine. We want to be like Christ. If we have to go into the middle of the circle and pull the hole up up, we'll do that. We want to be like Christ. If we have to go by the pool where the man is sitting, he can't get in there, we will lift him up and put him in the pool. We want to be like Christ. We're not afraid to go to, to those that live in poverty and do what we can to help them. Let us be those kind of people that Christ Temple North. But first, it's got to start in this church. We got to love one another. We got to respect one another. We got to care for one another. It has to start at home before it can go abroad. So we today, everyone in the sound of my voice that's in agreement with me today, we want to start it here in Christ Temple North. We want to be a church that life is shining so bright that the people in darkness are willing to come and say, what must I do to be saved? And we'll be the people who help lead and guide them through the Holy Spirit. We love you, we thank you, and we adore you. In Jesus Christ's name, all in agreement said? Amen. Shake hands with somebody. <laughs>